This is a Fubar Radio podcast. You can subscribe to the app on Apple and Android. Visit fubarradio.com for more details. Mark Dolan and Katie Price on Fubar Radio. This is Fubar Radio. It's Tuesday, the 24th of June, 2014. The time is 10 a.m. and you're listening to Fubar, the UK's largest unregulated ad-free radio network. It's a radio revolution and you are part of it. I'm Mark Dolan and as always, today's show will be news reactive with three hours of the biggest stories being talked about around the country and across the globe. We've also got top guests, our live social media centre and our in-studio rolling news feed. So if anything happens on the planet... You will be the first to know. But that, ladies and gentlemen, barely even scratches the surface. Because, as always, on a Tuesday, my co-host is a popular culture icon. The Marilyn Monroe of the 21st century. And, by the way, the most famous woman in Britain. Author, singer, horse groomer, professional swearer, model, television presenter, and now queen of the airwaves, Katie Price. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. I hope that was big enough. It is. It makes me laugh, though. Because I don't think you... I <laughs> just don't groomer. think that... Uh, no, well, that's it. That's, no, quite, that's not funny. quite accurate, is it? I'm really excited about today's show. We've got a gazillion guests, uh, uh, papers, stories. It's, it's going to be madness. I'm and very guess excited. What? I'm on top form today. Top form. I can see it. You're bringing your A game. <laughs> You've got a twinkle in your eye. This is Fubar. Mark and Katie. Here's a record. And then we get started. Don't go anywhere. Mark Dolan, Katie Price with you on FUBAR Radio right through till one o'clock at FUBAR Radio. Uh, give us a tweet and also Dolan at FUBARradio.com. You can also tweet Katie um, and also uh, me as well. So we've got so much to do, Katie. It's so good to see you. Well done last week. We got amazing feedback from the show. So God bless you. Thank you. No, I really enjoyed it. Really good. It was fun. And were you knackered after three hours? Because it's a long old time for chatting, isn't it? Actually, no, because anyone who knows me, I talk and talk and talk anyway. So this is probably a good place for me. Yeah, it's the perfect, <laughs> perfect job. A busy old show today because we've got Caroline uh, Millington coming in, assistant editor at Now Magazine. We're going to basically have a showbiz fest after 11. Excellent. We like that. Which will be brilliant. And also we're going to talk to um, cosmetic surgeon about this new um, procedure um, in which you have your toes shortened in order to fit into killer heels. I know. I saw the pictures like last night, but I have to confess... If there is anything perfect about me, it is my feet. Really? And everyone always comments, and that is me bigging myself up. No, po- Nobody probably knows this, but my feet are probably the best thing about my body. Right. They're just perfectly formed, They're are small, they? small, smooth, no bunions, no corns. They're just perfect. Now, this tells me that you had a middle-class childhood, because middle-class <laughs> kids always have correct shoes that fit them. Do they say that? Yeah, and if you come from humble origins, then the toes are always twisted and bent and, as you say, bunions and all of that. Well, my mum and my sis have got the old bunyips, as I call them. Um, But no, I have got good feet. Because that is the key thing, is footwear for kids. And I've got two little boys, and one of my big guilty pleasures is buying overpriced footwear for them. I just love buying clothes for the kids, and particularly shoes. Yeah, I'm the same. But unfortunately, my kids are always in their wellies. As soon as they come home, they want to go outdoors. Yeah. But I always think, yeah, good pair of shoes is good. Do they do hand-me-downs? Do the kids, do you make them uh, wear each other's clothes? Um, well, I think it'd be odd if Junior wore Princess's clothes. Um, yeah, that would be a story. <laughs> Never say never, but... Uh, maybe Jet might wear some of Junior's, but Harvey, no, because he's, he's like a man size. Yeah, although eventually, I suppose, Jet will be aspiring to fit into Harvey's stuff eventually, but it's a few eventually, years from now. Eventually, but then people will probably bring out <laughs> old pictures and go, oh, look, she's dressing him in handy-downs. But so what if you do? I know. Do you feel, curiously enough, obviously, because of what you do for a living, you take a lot of care of your appearance, you look 
stunning this morning, amazing. Thank you. You've been up since six. <laughs> but um, do you feel the pressure to make the kids look smartly dressed as well? Otherwise, you feel judged by that. This is so weird. I may earn money and stuff, but I hate spending on myself. I'm quite mm. high street myself. But when it comes to the children, I will spend on them. I feel guilty spending it on myself. Yeah. But I do on the kids. They've always got nice clothes. I'll just very high street my youngest uh, has uh, because I've got two boys Arthur and Peter right eight and five then there's no good reason to buy new stuff for Pete because they're both boys obviously I don't have the princess dilemma there there's no little girl in the mix Um, and just Peter had a tantrum about six months ago because he'd received yet another hand-me-down pair of shoes. And they're like Aww. really great shoes, barely worn, you know. Yeah. But he just had a tantrum. He just said, I just want some new shoes. Because he basically, <laughs> he never, he's never had an, an actual new pair of shoes from a shop. Do you know what I mean? No, bless him. Bless him. So we, we went to, I took him to a flagship Clark's and we fixed that problem. Good old Clark. He was so happy and he was so excited about it that he not only did he uh, keep the box, but when he would take the shoes off, they would go back in the box. Oh, that is so sweet. How old is he? Five. I mean, he's 38. The child's got, no, he's uh, he's five and uh, he loves it. But, you know, that's the thing. You can't spoil. It's a hard one not to spoil them, isn't it? In fact, that kind of links to one of the stories that's floating about the moment, which is Sting. And stingy Sting, stingy as I'm going to call sting, him. Exactly. I think that's going to stick because um, they, they, the estimates about his fortune 180 million pounds well, can I say something first about these estimations okay how does anyone know like one minute I'm in the rich list then I'm not and then they say oh, I've got 80 million then I've got this meal whatever yeah. how does anyone actually know no one knows what bank accounts I've got it's no nonsense, one knows what's it? in my bank here's account. my question but I'm sure he has probably got something around do that you, do you even know no. your personal wealth because I'm curious <laughs> I think these I think the, the you know A-listers don't really know do you know, it's not because I'm arrogant because I don't know, because it's not like every day I'm like, right, let me check what I've got coming in and out. My brother, they know more than me. Yeah. Um, but if I'm honest, I actually have no idea. Absolute no idea. And you're idea probably not interested. Is I don't imagine you sit there uh, just uh, online all night just looking at bank accounts. and. I don't. And to be honest, I'm not a big spender. I know they're probably going, <coughs> you are, but I'm not. <laughs> but what they've got to remember, my food bill week yeah. is probably about five, six hundred pounds. I yeah. don't know if that's normal to anyone else, but... There's a lot of people in my house, you yeah, know, a lot of, of mouths to feed. Then you've got your bills. You know, I'm just the same as well, everyone what else. What do you think you're... What Petrol do you think in the car, that was, what, £113 to get here today. Really? Yeah, that's quite amazing. So um, it'd be there and back and then it'd be empty again. Yeah. Do you, What's your kind of biggest uh, expense, do you think? I mean, you probably have people as well. Right? I mean, obviously, like any performer, you've got an agent and management and all that. We'll take that as a given. But do you? Are you is it quite a well-staffed house? No, I do the wash. I have a cleaner Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's not excessive. And she comes three hours every uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So in between, I'll put the washing on. I'm obsessed with washing. Because people would think that there's just like, uh, you know, just a team of you know, nannies and Such a waste of money. I've been there servants. and done that. People think it would be like an update of Downton Abbey in your house. Do you know, I've had all that. I've been there, done that, had the housekeeper, this, that, and they end up being so bloody lazy mm. like you'll catch them in the utility room on their phone but I'm not the type of person to say hey you shouldn't be on your phone you should be working um, I've got a nanny that comes Monday to Friday special needs nanny to help with halves great um, I don't have a nanny at weekends um, but obviously I need a nanny because the kids go to different schools yeah um, but really that, that's so probably my main expense is mm. just 
that nanny's seven till seven, Monday to Friday. So what about Sting then and his kids? So whatever he's worth, he's worth a few bob, but he's determined not to ruin the kids by giving them a load of cash. Which I do agree with, because I'm the same with my kids. You've got to um, make them appreciate what money is. Yeah. In a way, but I always say to Junior, money doesn't grow on trees. He goes, yes, it does. That's where paper comes from and stuff. I'm such a smart ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think it's important not to give them everything they want. They have to go to work to know the value of money. I think that is important. But, you know, surely he's got to leave them something. Even I've got, like, trust funds and that for my kids. So if I pop off, they're sorted. Yeah, I always think um, maybe the way to do it, and we're talking about it a bit on yesterday's show, is that um, you perhaps set them up with... So let's say, I don't know, once Jet is, I don't know, 20 or something or 25, and he says, look, I've got this business idea and here's my plan and I just need a little bit of help to get it going. I think it's things like that where you support your kids to do what they want to do might be the thing. But and not to like give them the means. Mind you, I'll probably buy my car and stuff, you know, yeah, because yeah. most parents would help towards that anyway. But not silly things like extravagant holidays and going out for your mates. If they want to go and waste money on alcohol, they can go and earn that money to waste. Yeah. Do you, you think it, would it be too much if Sting bought like a house for each of his kids? Would that be would that be excessive? Do you think? Or well, I don't know what it would be like when my kids are older. The mortgages and stuff. I don't really know about it all these days. Mm. But. Um, you know, you'd, I'd like to help them set up, you know, but I don't know what the arrangements would be in the years to come when they have to buy a house, you know, because sometimes you could buy a house where you don't have to put a deposit down or... Yeah. Do but you know no, yeah, I probably yeah. would help, but, um, you know, but they'd still have to help as well. They can't just rely. Not because I'm tight or anything. I just think it's important for them to learn the value and... And also, I think if you're given it on a plate, you don't appreciate it. Like, with me, I've come from nothing and everything I've got, I can look at and say... I did that. I made that. You know, even when I buy shopping each week, yeah. like what, what I said, like five, six hundred pound, I have to earn, what, about fifteen hundred pounds to pay for that because after tax. VA-